0: Hello and welcome to your weekly matinee. Uh, My name is Phil. You ever dance at a funeral? Uh, Today we're talking about Thunder Road.
1: Uh, Thunder Road is a movie directed, starred in, uh, and written Written by by Jim Cummings, an extremely talented person.
0: Uh, There are three hosts, by the way. (laughs) Uh. No, that's fine. Whatever.
1: No, just redo it.
0: No, it's fine. Let's just keep going.
1: You can edit this in. Yeah, I'm Nate, another one of your hosts. What?
0: <laughs> That's fine, Matt. <laughs> I'm keeping that all in. I'm keeping that all in. <laughs> I like this movie. Yeah, I got ready. a little something for everybody.
1: Yeah. It's a beautiful movie. I found it on a whim on Google on Google Play because it was on sale <laughs> Stop laughing.
0: I just it's funny. so this is our second take of this. Um, it's just funny because now we're we're like speed running through everything we said like that intro was easily our shortest intro. Um, <laughs> because we recorded we rec- we were, had to be recording for like five minutes there at least. I was like, wait a second, I don't see the bars moving.
1: Oh um, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess me. I'll just capture what I said before. Uh, this is a beautiful movie. I'm such a <laughs> sucker for surrealist dramedies, you know, like Taika Waititi or Bo Burnham's Eighth Grade. Like, there's such— We should put that on the list. Exactly. Yeah, I think I have Eighth Grade on the list. Oh, do Um, Maybe. I'll add it if I don't. Um, But there's such— I oh, know I don't. Eagle vs. Shark. Um, There's such— Beautiful movies that capture reality in such a digestible way like where you can laugh but you can also easily cry you know
0: yeah um i found myself like because it's it is supposed to have humor in it i assume um Mm -hmm. but even still i found myself getting like choked up at like how he was reacting about like his mother and like all the breakdowns he was having Mm -hmm. like um i don't know I, I've never gone to tho- those extremes, but a lot of the... I feel like it's sort of just turning the knob a little bit on how I reacted when, like, my grandmother passed away. So, like, I, I feel for him. Um, you know?
1: I, I've written... I wrote a, um, a paper about Funder Road recently, and uh, in it, I said that the camera holds long enough. There's, like, a long enough take for you to see everything. The camera doesn't cut away from what's happening on screen and that's where i think the comedy and the drama sort of come in you Mm -hmm. know is the movie's inability to cut away from what's happening on screen
2: yeah so there are many moments in this movie that i would label as hilariously uncomfortable like for example the funeral scene at the very beginning and he's just like basically going through a mental breakdown like slowly going through a mental breakdown before our eyes
1: I think the beautiful part about that intro is it captures what the entire movie is about. It's a 12-minute mm-hmm. long take that sh- shows you who the characters are, what's happening in their lives, uh, what has occurred, and like what probably will occur throughout the movie.
2: And so like during that monologue, like he talks about how he felt like he was a jerk to his mother. And so he's trying to—I guess the entire movie is just sort of a path of redemption for him, basically— mm-hmm like he's constantly trying to turn his life around and you just feel so sorry for this guy like you just want you just want life trying
1: his best
2: mm -hmm. like you just want life to cut him a break
0: yeah and that's super like relatable like maybe it's not to the extremes that he's feeling but like I, i feel like it's a super relatable message to be like man life Life ain't always cool. Like, um, when it rains, it pours. Yeah, that kind of thing. Because
1: you know? like his mother passed away, his the custody battle for his daughter, an ex-wife that hates him.
0: We're, we're doing kind of the same thing we did with Mahal and Drive where, where we're like starting with the positives.
1: Um, I'm okay with that. I, it doesn't, sorry, we
2: yeah. can't into the negatives. No,
1: that's fine. Um, we can if you want. So with the overwhelming amount of what we've already talked about, of, like how much we love it, what were some of the parts that we sort of disliked? And I think I can probably guess what we all probably disliked about it. Uh, What is that then? Um, The ending, to an extent. Uh, Spoilers, obviously. That's right. There's sort of self-explanatory. From here on
2: out, we can just put a spoiler warning for just about every 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 movie movie we talk about. Every
1: episode. Roz's death. You know? Like, uh, at some points, I've read reviews and I also felt it while watching it. How I felt like it fit, and it was—to I to an extent, I, I liked it because it sort of, like, was a full circle. I wasn't happy. I was very upset that, like, she passed away. I think that but you're it supposed was, to feel that, though. Yeah, but, like, it was so blatant and sudden, you know? It just came supposed out of nowhere. Exactly. It's
2: supposed yeah. to. Though. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like the, the whole—the point of her death is that, like—what's his name? I'm terrible with names. Um, Jim, the character Jim. Jim. yeah,
2: I don't think that's his name in the movie. whatever. I think it is.
0: Uh, Jim he like the the whole point of his interaction with her is like like you could have been so much more, but you let it slip away. Mm-hmm. um and that's why it's so sudden and it's sort of supposed to be like, well, he thought she was better than this, and she wasn't
1: she's like such a hypocrite and in a way like i love the line i will never forgive you for this like it's such like a beautiful captures that's what he says to his you know wife as he sees her dead on her couch you know like it's such like a heartbreaking moment because he knows like now his little girl is gonna have to grow up without a mother you know i guess that was like that's legitimately the only thing in this entire movie that Sort of struck me as a little awkward, but I still liked it in terms of the entire film because mm-hmm. it just kind of came out of nowhere, which was its goal, I guess. But I, mine is like my negative
0: is also sort of a tweak, I guess. I kind of wish they explored his relationship with his friend, um, whose name I also can't remember, because um, I, f- I feel yeah, like clean. it was me, mm-hmm. I think. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, it. I. I just feel like. There were so many interesting directions they could have taken. Yeah, Officer Nate. Um, they could have taken that, sort of like... Mm-hmm. Like, they have that one scene where it's, like, them being buddies and, like, sort of things just are normal, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a very good e- exploration of their friendship, I just want to
1: see more You wish have de- they had developed, developed it, more it more before it felt. Because the way
0: I, I feel is, like, th- in the scene before that, he pulls a gun on him. Mm-hmm. So, like, for him mm-hmm. to go out of his way and and do this, they must have had something special.
1: Which is another, like, beautiful sort of long take in the movie, in my opinion. You know, his breakdown. Yeah. Uh, oh, in, it's in the parking lot. so gorgeous. It's so good.
2: Yeah, he does back soon after that, where he goes to his house, like, it's all a wreck, and then they just hang out and get drunk
1: i completely agree with phil in like the sense i maybe i may be straying from yours a little bit but like how we didn't get to see enough of the good times in their relationship for me to be upset about the bad times yeah
2: that's kind of how i felt too like i felt like there were some certain characters and certain plot points or plot threads that i felt could have been explored more like what phil brought up the thing with his friend and also, uh, he kept our main character kept bringing up the. Uh, I don't know if his like mom owned it, but like dance academy, the dance yeah, school. She, mm-hmm.
0: she owned yeah, the dance studio. She owned it.
2: Yeah, he kept bringing it up, and he, there's even a scene where he's cleaning it up, but it never really goes anywhere.
0: Yeah, it does. He he sells it for the mortgage.
2: Is that is that what he does?
0: Yeah, that's what he says when he goes oh. to visit his mom's grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's super powerful too, like selling it for the mortgage mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, because I've been in that, in a similar situation where it's sort of, like, we don't need this, but it has a lot of sentimental value where, mm. like, were, were the situation to arise, I could get rid of this, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. And I I, I sympathize with that very
1: deeply. That's yeah, sort of it. Another that captures another theme in the movie is just like that hope to go back in the past. Like even his daughter's room is decorated far younger than she is. At least I think that's like what they were sort of um, going for.
0: I-, I felt like it was around the right age, but like maybe he was like a few years in the back when the like, times were still good.
1: He was trying to make up for mm-hmm. time lost. Like he was trying to fix the studio for his mother. She's gone, and that, but he just wants her back. You know, like that sort of thing. He's trying to fix. That does kind of go back.
2: That is kind of back to what... Uh, I can't remember if it's like... Nate, Nate, you brought it up. How, like, if we had seen... If we had seen, like, him and his wife when they were happy together or when he was doing well at the academy, mm-hmm. like, and then for things to go wrong, I feel like we could have been, like, more... Because I thought we would have also missed the past along with him. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we would have been more in his shoes.
0: I kind of disagree with that. I feel like the only situation where you need to see more is with his friend i feel like the good times are very implied and that's more than enough
1: mm-hmm. i agree with phil it w- it sort of works because we're being dropped into the middle of a mess
0: yeah it, it's sort of like you're sort of like sp- stood in front of this man and the movie goes look at him like look at how far he's falling
1: like we're not going to help you figure him out but we're just going to ease you towards his pockets
0: <laughs> it, it's and and when I say like I want to explore wanted to explore their friendship more, I want more of what I already got in the movie. I want more show not tell, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's telling.
1: I feel like that also plays into with Ro- that's literally the only other criticism that I could possibly have was the the relationships because I would even would have loved to see more um, discussions with Roz, his ex wife. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would have loved to see that relationship air quotes uh, developed. You it's know still
0: a I- relationship.
1: Yeah, but like they're like. I would have loved to see their anger for one another more developed past insults. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, rather, like, more legitimate talks. Which there were some, but not enough.
0: Again, I feel like the... Because the whole point of the movie is they don't want to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So, showing them talk almost kind of devalues that, I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt
1: like in in the sense of, like, the same with Officer Nate in the movie. Like, I felt like I would have wanted just, like, One or two more conversations. Yeah, I feel that. You know, like, either about their daughter or something more.
0: Like the the conversation they have when he picks her up in the morning, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another one of those, you know? Mm -hmm. Less, like, playground insults, though, you know? I I felt like I could have had... Serious. Yeah. In a sense. Maybe not, because, like, I don't know. Yeah. Matt, you were going to say something?
2: I feel like I could have used more of a, like, relationship growth between him and his daughter
0: um I, again i think the growth is implied towards the end because I, I, from what i'm assuming the ballet that they go to see is like a couple of years after that happens at least from what i can tell because he's like starting to be happy again mm-hmm. and uh what's her name crystal yeah uh isn't like shaken up about the death of her mother anymore so, like, I feel like, yes, kids do move on a little quicker, but I feel like that's still got to be a good year,
1: maybe year and a half after. I can see where Matt's coming from, though.
2: But I mean, like, before all of that, before uh, Roz oh, killed herself.
1: So, you mean you,
0: you almost want to see more, like, like uh, uh, you almost want to see more bad relationship.
2: Okay, so not exactly bad, just more like sort of a growth going on. like they start out distant from each other, but then, as the movie progresses, they like interact more and then be, they begin to like each other. It's a progression
0: i I think I get where you're coming from now i you're you're probably your your criticism there is probably that her sudden turnaround to quote unquote run away with her dad is out of nowhere is that- I also.
2: Yeah, I thought that as well. Oh,
0: I don't think that at all, personally. I, I actually really like this movie. <laughs> um, I,
1: I love this movie. It's so such such a beautiful movie. I can see where Matt's coming from. Yeah, I do too. From the, the father-daughter relationship maybe could have been more explored, but I still think it did it beautifully, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I don't really have a, like, a ton of issues, because I think this movie is absolutely brilliant in everything it does.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm glad I liked this movie because Mulholland Drive was a chore to get through, Um, (laughs) which is the movie we did last episode. Um, And again, we're not talking about that movie, but it's nice to not feel like I have to force myself through it. (laughs) No offense, Matt. I know you really love that movie. It's just
2: Mm -hmm.
0: not for me. I hope that becomes a running joke in, our, in, in the podcast, just like. Yeah, drive yeah just like shitting on Mahalan Drive.
2: Just bashing it right in front of me. Just to spite me.
0: Yeah, just to spite you. Um, so we, we kind of already touched on what we would tweak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's talk more about good stuff. I thought um, this movie really handled mental health very well. You know, like, it's not sugarcoating it. It's not like, go to therapy, you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of like, like, it takes time. It's not an easy track. It's like, it it was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I feel like not a lot of movies do that. Even movies that are like, quote unquote, supposed to be doing that.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, they still like sugarcoat it a bit. Because it's it's hard to tell somebody who's going through depression, like, this isn't going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You
1: Definitely know? his anger issue is very well explored throughout, like even in the uh, the classroom scene.
0: Yeah. I, mean, es- I feel like that was
1: like a beautiful. Especially. It, and I love that the dialogue, that's what I love about, about this movie a lot, is that the dialogue goes against what is being shown on the screen. So Jim is saying the entire time, I'm fine, you know, he's smiling in the classroom scene. He's like, I'm perfectly fine. Like, I'm so sorry my daughter's doing this while he is holding a desk above his head. Mm-hmm. Ready to throw it around the classroom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even in the eulogy scene, he's saying like, "Oh no, no, I'm fine," but she, her life was beautiful. I'm just gonna keep making dancing. this worse for myself, <laughs> you know, like dancing yeah. around.
0: Matt, at my funeral, I want you to choreograph a dance. Me and Matt are gonna go to. The I'm gonna do the Napoleon the
2: Dynamite kids. dance at your funeral, Phil.
0: Matt, I would, do, I would die just for that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh... So it's a deal then.
0: You kill me, and you get to dance at my funeral.
2: Sounds good.
1: (laughs) So what are we talking about right now? YouTuber
0: Faloop found dead (laughs) in a ditch. (laughs) Um,
2: It was very apparent during that funeral scene that he didn't have anything prepared, so he stutters a lot. And I think that's, like, really good- Like, it goes back to, like, how the writing is just so realistic. The writing, directing, and the performance.
0: I'm- I'm always blown away by somebody who can write something that sounds improvised.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure that mm-hmm. he probably did too. Well, I mean, I doubt he wrote in all the stutters. I doubt I, he probably wrote in.
0: I'm saying like scripting
1: wise. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like Jim Cummings probably wrote in like all right, need to do point A to point B, talk about Thunder Road, you know? Like yeah. Dance. Do your do it do your thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, like Matt's what you just said. Like I think within the context of the film that he was prepared. But I think his mess sort of added to his character. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to put the batteries in the boombox. Like Jim, <laughs> Officer Jim, is like prepared, but like he's just so overwhelmed that he, everything just keeps falling apart. It, it you know? was
0: it was super interesting too because they make they make multiple points about him being very decorated too, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because like he he doesn't have all all his eggs and. Uh, that's not the right word uh, term. He doesn't he – doesn't, n- everything's not there.
2: Uh-huh. You know? The idea that they're going for is that, like, oh, he's all decorated. He's a police officer. He's making do with what he's got. He must have it all together, right? Yeah, no, I know. I'm like That's what Yeah. I was
1: getting at. Which is, like, what it goes back to what I said before is that we're being dropped into the middle of his mess, you know? Yeah, he, exactly. He wants so badly to go back to the times where he can appreciate his mom, be happy with his marriage and daughter, go back to being best friends. With Officer Nate in his highly decorated career, you mm-hmm.
0: um, know. Another interesting detail that I saw was at the beginning of the movie, he's chewing nicotine gum, mm-hmm. uh, and towards the middle, and uh, towards the middle, he's he starts smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a very nice detail. Um, I don't know why it stuck out to me. It mm-hmm. just I was like, oh, this.
1: Everything, every, honestly, like I've said it already multiple times in this episode, but literally every aspect of this film. I so enjoyed. You know, you go back and watch it, you're gonna see things that you didn't see the first time. I'm super surprised I didn't hear more about it. Yeah, it was so small. It won that Sun the Sundance awards. I forget That's what ironic. It, I forget what it won, <laughs> but uh, but it, it was an award-winning film at Sundance. I, I know the short
2: film that it's based on won at Sundance. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so sort of it was, uh, sort, of, it was sort of like. The bigger version of something else.
1: Oh, yeah, Jim Cummings yeah. directed a few years ago a short uh, short film called Thunder Road, which was pretty much just the eulogy scene. Oh, mm-hmm. he's done a number of short films, not a lot of like um, longer movies, you know.
0: Um, something that uh, again about that eulogy scene, uh, that was really interesting about the long take was, um. I see a lot of movies do it but i feel like this one did it really well where like they get slowly closer to the the object that they're presenting um and i feel like this one gets like a little too close intentionally mm-hmm. uh and you're you're sort of like
1: claustrophobic
0: yeah you, you want to step away from him mm-hmm. kind of thing
1: what i love about this like also with that is like this movie definitely makes you a passive viewer you know what i mean like you don't feel like you're in uh, Officer Jim's life, you feel like you're just watching it from yeah. like the sidelines, you know. Like mm-hmm. you, you feel like you're a member of the funeral audience, you know what I mean? Like or even in the uh, the uh, what's breakdown, the, yeah, the breakdown scene when he's in the parking lot, uh, it feels like you're one of the officers watching him break down. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a beautiful thing to be a passive viewer in a film like that.
0: Yeah, um, and actually, that whole thing is another long take. So when it pe- like when it is trying to show something else adding to that effect is the fact that it pans instead of cuts mm-hmm. so it's like you're you're like moving your head and
1: mm-hmm. yeah he definitely utilizes long takes in a beautiful way because honestly it, at their core long takes are meant for raw emotion they're meant to make you feel awkward and uncomfortable i wish so many i wish movies used them more because oh, they're very I powerful can, when i can show you a couple of movies that did use long takes beautifully
2: yeah. So, Phil, you brought up long takes – earlier. You brought no, not, um, close-ups. You brought up close-ups earlier. And so I think it's kind of interesting how at the beginning of the funeral scene, like, it starts out at a wide, and he starts speaking, and it seems like he's kind of got it together. But as we get closer and closer to him, that's when he starts to kind of break down.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about.
2: Yeah. Uh, and th- a similar that- – there's a similar scene when um, – he and his daughter are in the car getting ready to go to school Mm -hmm. and then he and then he notices his daughter's wearing makeup and then he's arguing with her like telling her to take it off and then at first you don't see that she's wearing makeup it's like really are you sure Like, and then it gets closer and closer on her and you can the closer you get to her the easier it is to see Mm -hmm. Yeah. so it's like when you get closer to these characters you kind of like see them clearer for who they are
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what, what I was getting at.
1: Mm. We also need, to like, uh, close-ups are used at multiple times during this movie to reflect, I think, personally, I think, change. You know what I mean? Like, even at the end of the film, uh, him crying at, at the ballet is shot in a close-up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, uh, it's definitely a movie about moving on, and maybe, like, that close-up, it shows, I don't really know what I'm going for, but like the rawness of...
0: There's an animation (laughs) term called tweening. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, and I don't know if Matt knows what it is. But, for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what it is, tweening is when you have two different points um, or two different animations and it has... It (laughs) figures out what's in between them. Basically. So if you have a circle and a square, it'll tween that's transformation basically so i feel like this whole movie is sort of just one big tween which sounds weird when you say it out loud Mm. but (laughs) if you know what a tween is it makes sense Mm. so it's sort of like the entire movie is like sort of evolving as you're watching it Mm -hmm. kind of i feel
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, to your point i think it like begins where it ends it absolutely does. we begin with a close-up of him fumbling with a boombox you know pretending that he's fine with waving to the people walking to the funeral and we end with him at a ballet performance just you know how not even but um i I think
0: a lot of people discredit the credits the credits are as big a part of the movie as any and the credits are over the footage of him dancing at the funeral Mm. so it very literally ends where it begins
2: It's a nice bookend. You guys yeah. know how in like traditional stories, there's that point in the towards the beginning of the the final act or the third act, and like the protagonist reaches a, it his lowest low. It kind of like has to get his act together.
0: We talk in the hero's journey here. Yes. Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> so I feel like this Thunder Road is just the entire movie is just that entire point.
1: That downfall.
2: Yeah. The entire movie is just the downfall
1: loses we, we sort of hit the down uh, hit the rock bottom when he's fired from uh being an officer and like uh his buddy and like he starts getting built back up when his buddy goes over there and drinks with him for the entire night you know yeah like, yeah like
2: it, like, it, has it, has like, it already starts rock rock out bottom. it already starts out really bad but then like it slowly gets worse when he loses custody of his daughter loses mm-hmm. his job hey
1: i All know that, go ahead sorry that uh court scene honestly hits me every like every time i watch it like that really breaks me because you really capture he's an excellent actor jim mm-hmm. cummings is a beautiful actor and yeah. in that scene like his just pure
0: emotion uh,
1: melancholy and sadness of like i just lost my daughter you know like this is it mm-hmm. like my horrible ex-wife has just took taken my daughter from me you know it's such a beautiful. It, it's sort of also accentuated by the fact that she didn't even show up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say, how um, I know it has nothing to do with the movie. How does that legally work? Like, like when I I understand custody battles, but like how, when she dies, and he says like,
1: come live with me, is that legal? <laughs> I think so, because I think the only reason. Oh well, I guess he was unstable. Yeah, I guess was that why he lost custody because they thought he was mentally unstable? I guess. Um, I don't really know in that case because I guess because he's the only living relative, which I think outweighs any sort Stability? of custody proceedings. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I guess. I yeah. Don't yeah think, like, like,
1: I th- I don't think Roz was married to that guy she was living with, but, but so he doesn't have any sort of rights. Yeah, but to,
0: if like living relative was the issue, what about his sister that he sees? <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
2: Like, no, yeah, it, it doesn't matter, that. like, his mental stability. Like, they will – like, there have been cases in real life where they would try to get the child to the closest relative as possible.
1: All right. So I think it, it could just be – I don't really know. I don't, I, really know I don't either. Kind of I, yeah, I'm not
0: – you, you don't study law. Uh-huh. Um, I was just curious if you knew. But
1: if that does bother you, you can think <laughs> it about doesn't. it. it, it well, if it bothers any of you out there, uh, you can think about it sort of in the symbolic sense you yeah, know what I mean he's gone through his, his hero's <laughs> journey, as Matt said, and he's now reached a new point of enlightenment where he can now take care of his daughter effectively. You know. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's a beautiful movie.
0: I have nothing else to say about it.
1: No, no. Uh, honestly, like I want to say so much more, but I can't think about it right now. No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. more to say, but there isn't. Anyone watching right now, stop whatever you're doing, go watch Thunder Road because it is I'm just, one of the most beautiful films that I've ever mm-hmm. seen.
2: <laughs> I'm just amazed at how much Cummings was able to pull off with a very low budget because it was made on just two hundred
0: fifty thousand. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to go off what Nate said, stop whatever you're doing, go watch our other episodes and then watch Thunder Road. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think we're done here, right?
1: Yeah, closing remarks, Phil? Oh, we
0: don't really do that, but I liked it.
1: Yeah? Yeah, I liked it. I really liked it, too. It, what we said here can't fulfill the ridiculous amount of We're parties. not doing it justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt?
2: I love long takes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Go be watch would, this that movie. That would have
0: been a great quip to open <laughs> up with. Go watch this, yeah. That would have been a great quip to open the movie with. Hey, you like long takes? We got Yeah, <laughs> uh, You like jokes? <laughs> All right, so uh, this has been Weekly Matinee. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Follow us on any of your favorite podcast listening sites, excluding Apple for now, which is sad. But uh yeah we'll see you guys in the next episode where we are talking oh it's my movie right
1: yeah
0: oh next episode's dragon ball evolution i believe oh, Man, i'm so excited for that i am too
1: actually
2: <laughs> yeah we're finally getting to a great movie now
1: exactly getting to the real classics <laughs> all right the real good stuff <laughs> yeah <but> goodbye <laughs> thank you
2: see ya